Kimberly C. Paul. Today we talk with Stephanie Levenstan. She's an author, an intuitive channel and spiritual guide, helping individuals find clarity in their lives. How do we become the architect of our own destiny? Throughout two decades of working with the dying, I think I've discovered the secrets to dying well in America. We must learn to build the pathways to our last chapter, to create the blueprints that reflects our individual lives and values. Knowledge is power, and if we desire a death that reflects our life, we must become the designer. So I just wanted to say thanks for joining us on Death by Design podcast. I have been thinking a lot about you recently um, because we've had an interaction that we're going to share on today's podcast. But doing research, I found your book, Joining Joni, and staying connected to your loved ones through dementia and beyond. What is this book about? Well, this book is about my journey with my mom through her dementia. So my mom is Joni. She's the subject of the book. And as her dementia progressed, and evolved. It changed dynamics within our family and friendship circles. And of course, put a tremendous amount of stress of a very different nature on all those who loved and cared about her. So what I found as her daughter was that some of the natural ways that she and I used to communicate just verbally were breaking apart the pathways within dementia, just the communication pathways break apart. So I needed to find ways to stay connected to my mom even while her dementia was progressing and her cognitive abilities were starting to fail her. And that's what the basis of this book is. I know that it's possible to teach what I learned uh, because I made plenty of mistakes that other people don't need to make. And I did plenty of great things that I want to share that other people might benefit from so that they can stay connected to their loved ones. So this this was inspired by your mother's and your experience, this, this book. Correct. And so what are some of the techniques that you learned really quickly? One of the big things I think is really important for people to understand is that it really doesn't matter if the person with dementia thinks that it's Friday and it's really Monday. We do not have to correct their perception of things. In fact, we waste a lot of energy doing that, and we create a lot of discomfort and frustration for both parties when we do that. So one thing is that's very important is to follow the lead of your loved one. If they think it's a certain day and it's not, or they think it's a certain time and it's not, or they think the weather is a certain way and it's different, you don't have to correct that. You can do a number of other things. You can ignore it. You can uh, agree with it. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. You're not doing a disservice to them. If you agree with them, you're creating ease in the conversation. You can um, take them outside and show them the weather and then let them decide if that's jacket worthy or not. You can just follow their flow, which I think is very important. And to try to avoid engaging in any type of conversation that is likely to elicit frustration or hard feelings or negative memories. Because once you understand that your loved one has dementia, you understand that this is a progressive neurological problem. It's not going to get better. We really don't have cures for it. And the medications that we do have might stabilize it in terms of it not advancing as quickly, but there's really nothing at this point to stop dementia. So you have to recalibrate 
what's important to you within the relationship of your loved one. Is it more important for you to stay connected or is it more important for you to be right? And that's something that I think is critical. I think that is that is what I learned, even working in some dementia units as I was trying to find my path in my career. Um, cor- correcting or disagreeing or having a conflict, it is just upsetting for all parties. Yeah. And so I think that's great advice. So where do people find this book? This book is on Amazon. It's available actually in print, in ebook, and I did a recording of it with my own reading of it. So it's a, there's an audible version as well. Great. So I would recommend everyone read it. Um, right now, there's just so many people, you know, with dementia that just need small tips of how to live with their parents or their loved one that is facing this horrible, horrible diagnosis. But this is not what you do on a regular basis. But this is how I found you. Yes. Yeah. So it's not what I do on a regular basis. Although within the context of my speech pathology work, which I have done for over 20 years, it is what I did. You know, I worked in the hospitals. I worked in some nursing home facilities. I worked with a lot of elderly who had dementia and Alzheimer's. So I'm, I'm quite familiar with it from the clinical perspective. But what I actually do now is I am an intuitive channel, which means that I bring messages from spirit, from divine love, from God, from the angelic realm, from guides, from whatever you want to call the spirit side of things to my clients based on what they are dealing with at a certain point in their life or who they want to hear from or how they want to connect. And I'm a spiritual coach as well, helping them use those messages to move some energy in their lives so that they can have forward momentum in the way that they design. So basically you talk to the other side. That's some of it. Yeah. So the, the individuals or the energies that I connect with do not have to be those that have passed. Although yes, I do mediumship work. So tell me a little bit about how this happens. Um, because you, you know, I, I am fascinated by it and, and I just think that sometimes people, I don't know. I mean, do you get to the feeling that that people are reserved when it comes to using a channel or how does this all work? (laughs) That's a great question. So I do find that mainstream in general isn't aware of this possibility. And as long as we're not aware of something, we don't access it, right? We don't even know about it. So how could we possibly tap into that? But of course, given that this is what I do professionally, I am only in conversation with those who have this as their belief system and who wish to experience it. For some of my clients, it is their first experience of a channeling um experience, but for others, they have had readings of other types. If you've ever had an astrological reading, if you've ever had a medium do, a psychic do a reading for you, we all work in spirit, but we all have different flavors and ways of working. So the way that I do things is a little bit different than the way somebody else would, just just like in any other profession. How it works is a really good question. Uh, And it's hard to explain because I don't completely understand all of the nuances of it. I will say this. I have developed myself 
as a very clear channel, which means that I take exquisite care of myself. I believe in radical self-care. I do things every day to keep my energy in a high vibrational place. I meditate, I do yoga, I exercise, I source my body with clean, good, healthy food for the most part, including chocolate and sweets, because I do like that as well. (laughs) And I, I spend my time with people who I resonate with. This is really important because who we keep company with is a direct reflection on our energy at any given time. So I've learned to clean that up and keep a clear energy field with those that I am close with in my friendship circles and even within my family dynamics as well. I spend time in nature. I'm very deeply connected to animals. I take care of me so that I can be a very clear vessel for the messages for my clients to come through with the highest level of clarity. And then I use the messages and information that is coming through me to support them in creating what needs to be, what they deem is necessary for a healthy, balanced, uh, inspired life. Wow. Um, So... Do you ever find that uh, people are fearful of doing something like this for the first time? I have a lot of people who come to their first session with me and they say, I'm really nervous. I'm so nervous. And I usually give them a reframe and I say, well, let's call it excited energy because it doesn't have to be nervousness. We just, we can sometimes experience a variety of things in the body and label them in such a way that they take on that a little bit of a negative feel. So nervousness is almost like, is something dangerous coming my way? I might fail at this, or I might not be prepared for this. Whereas excited energy, which is really what they're coming to the session with, is that kind of fun, bubbly energy of the unknown. What will this be about? I'm not sure what I'll hear about. And I always reassure clients, nothing's going to come through my messages that is not for their highest good. That's all I'm tuning into is the high vibrational divine loving message that will support them at that moment in time. There is nothing dark that's coming through. There's nothing creepy that's coming through. I'm not, I'm not opening to that. That's not what they're asking about. And ultimately that would not be what supports their highest good. What do you experience yourself when you're channeling? I just can imagine, I mean, what does it feel like? When I tune in, I call it tuning in. So I have a conversation with my client. I find out what things they are wanting some higher guidance on. And then among the words that they are saying and using, I'm actually with my own guidance system, listening beyond their words. So I'm hearing and paying attention to energy that goes beyond just what their language is saying. And then I am shown through my intuition, which areas, almost like a blinking light of sorts. Ah, that is, that's where we start. That, that topic right there with their professional life or with their grandfather or within their marriage or whatever it is that gets highlighted for me energetically, it's a feeling is the best way I can describe it. I I will let them know, well, this this is where it seems we might start. This is where the energy seems to be the, the most powerful right now. Why don't we start with a channeled message in that area? And with their permission, what I do is I then close my eyes. <clears throat> I take a few grounding breaths to center my energy because I really am going to another place. I'm clearing out 
my own biases. I'm clearing out my own filters that would get in the way potentially of someone's clear message. So I breathe deeply, I breathe slowly, and I make the request that everything that I might have as my own personal influence be removed. And then I really do just open up to receiving. What it feels like is probably what you might call or what some people call a download. You know, you can be moving around in your daily life and all of a sudden some bit of information or insight hits you out of nowhere. And you think, oh my gosh, that's really good. I need to write that down or wow, what a great idea or whatever you think about it. But it kind of just comes through willy nilly sometimes. Well, instead of the willy nilly part, I'm telling it, come through now. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm open. This is the topic. This is what we're needing guidance on. And I'm fully trusting that I will receive the message. And I always do. I I like the word intuitive. And I feel like I'm intuitive. And mm-hmm. you you called me, I think you're via email or you called me one day and you're like, look, let's let's let me offer this to you so you can walk through this together so you'll better understand what I do. And I have to tell you, I was just I was excited and nervous too, like anyone else, like what is gonna happen? But I had the most amazing experience that gave me some information that I was hesitating to, to act on. And it was so cool to be a part of this. And, and you sent me a recording afterwards. So I I got to listen to it over and over. Um, and I'm, I'd like to talk a little bit about my experience, if that's okay with you, because I, you know, I'm in the middle of writing a book and I all writers, um, you know, are just uncertain about if the, if the book is going to get published or anything like that. And your guidance or your tuning in really, really helped me. And I was just overwhelmed that even though what you told me, oh, even two weeks later, some people were just talking about my book. And I recalled something from our session, I'll call it. And I was like, in the back of my head, I heard my voice say, look, take it, but it, don't apply it. Be grateful that they're contributing to you. They're only trying to help you, but disregard it because that's not where you're going. And it came from that empowering session that we had from my higher self um, telling me to just trust myself. Yeah. And it was so I, I mean, I've thought about you practically every day since um, the session because I feel connected to you, you know? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Is that weird to feel? Well, so let's define the word weird because weird, <laughs> act- weird actually means out of this world. So, yes, let's affirm that it's weird. <laughs> and, and, yes, let's also affirm that you and I are deeply connected because all of humanity is. We are not separate from each other in the way that our culture would have us believe, in the way that our beliefs about economy would have us believe, in the way that, you know, what's in the news, et cetera. We are that deeply connected to one another. So I agree with you completely. I feel the same way. And there are those that we have a deep resonance with and then others that it's not so much, it's, it's not as palpable. So when we find that like between what you and I have and really what I have with pretty much all of my clients, it's very exciting. And there's so much elevation 
that can come with it. And I love what you highlighted because I, I feel strongly that my work is not about providing new information to people. It's more about returning people to their own inner knowing. And once you come back to yourself and get that reconnect to your own powerful intuition, which is completely intact for every one of us, it's just that we step away from it out of self-doubt and insecurity. But once we reconnect to that, no matter what is the the, you know, the way, the method that we use to reconnect doesn't matter. But once we do, that's a very beautiful, effective, powerful way from which to lead our own lives. So I love that it was resonant for you. And I love that you found ways to integrate that because that's really the ultimate in the experience. It's not only what you're hearing through your channeled message, but then what you're understanding and then how you are able to apply it and then how you integrate it into your life. And then it just becomes part of you. Yeah. And, and even though I feel like you're my old friend that I've known for, you know, all my life, it's just a connection. And I, you've pointed out something that is so is so real. And I, I want to reiterate it because we are spiritual and connected human beings. And this world that we live in tends to want to separate us from this connection and the spiritual mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. let's just say for me. Um, so what, what do you hope um, that comes to your clients through tuning in and providing this information? What are some of, what are some of the hopes that you have that will provide guidance or what are your hopes for your clients? My hope for my clients is that through our work together, they feel the ability, the inclination, the inspiration to redefine whoever they are and however they are in a way that feels more closely, more relevant to them and more useful to them in their lives. It's very easy, I think, to get into patterns of behavior that not only are not helpful, but actually end up being destructive through the separation that they create within the mind of us being different or this notion of scarcity. There's not enough for everybody, so I got to quick grab what I can for me and for my loved ones to make sure that I have what I need. And this notion that the universe is not this perfectly designed cosmic thing that is able to provide more than enough for everybody, which it is. So this faulty notion that it's not a perfectly designed entity and that we have to work within a broken system. So these are all the things that create our disconnect, our spiritual disconnect and our disconnect from our own selves, our higher selves, our own souls. So I believe our souls are here for the purpose of so many different things. There isn't one purpose that anybody has. We are here for a variety of reasons. But if we had to distill it down to one or two things, in my opinion, it would be to learn to love unconditionally through compassion, through self-acceptance and acceptance of others, through self-love, through divine connection. And to tap into whatever our superpowers are, because in that way, everybody's superpowers are a little bit different, to tap into our own superpowers so that we are bringing 
the highest and most expansive version of ourselves forward to this earthly experience. When I'm done with this lifetime and I do my review over who I reached, who I touched, how I presented myself, how I treated myself and others, I want to feel for the most part, not that I didn't make mistakes because that is how we're supposed to be in the learning process of it, but that I did my best most of the time and that what was on my heart was the desire for all beings to be at peace, all beings to be happy, all beings to have their needs taken care of and for the connection within that to be what I nurtured and cultivated. Well, you did that for me. And to and I just to let you know, um, I, I really want to schedule something with you because I have a huge thing looming um, that's coming up. And so I want to be one of your clients because that's how moved I was with my own, you know, experience with you. And it's so it was so powerful to me. And when when I feel like I have these big decisions, and I'm second guessing the direction they're in, I feel like all I need is someone like you to be like, look, this is what I this is what's coming out. And this is how I'm tuning in. And this is this is what it's saying to me. Yeah. And it just it just reaffirms what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And it and sometimes, you know, and maybe it is the world that sometimes we need to be validated and we're our own worst critic when it comes to validating ourselves. And it really was a powerful validation for me, the experience I had for you. And I, I will be forever grateful for that. It's very powerful. You do these sessions via Skype and phone and in person. So you don't have to live down the street. We don't live down the street from one another. You're in Florida. I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And it was just as it was almost like we were in the same room, but it, we were doing this via phone. And, and so you don't have to live down the street. No, exactly. In fact, most, most of my clients are just far flung. They're, they're all over the globe. It doesn't matter. We live in such a wonderful time of technology where everything is available to us. And since I am working with energy, I do not have to lay my eyes on anybody physically. In fact, I prefer the phone sessions because sometimes when I do in-person sessions, I have to consciously peel away the, what I'm observing through my senses, you know, what I see around me and set that aside or what I am picking up on energetically within someone's home environment and set that aside. So it's, I still get the same clarity, but I have to be more conscious of that. So the phone sessions are, are great. It's just through conversation and I am able to tune into energy no matter, no matter where you are in terms of physical proximity. It's, it's energetic. So energy is all around us and we don't need to be in contact with one another physically in order to pick up on that. So I am definitely going to do this again with you. And I encourage people to be open to the unknown and, and just, just try it because it is, I, I can't tell you, there are no specific words of the comfort and the validation that I felt after I, our session. Um, and I just thought, man, everyone needs to experience this. And so how do people find you? Yes. Well, I agree with you. First of all, I would love everyone to experience this. And I also think that finding the right energetic match of personality, you know, for you, I happen to be a good match for you and you for me. And so this is feeling very high vibe and perfectly aligned. 
And other people might not feel that level of comfort with me. Although I have to say, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I am saying I'm incredibly relatable. I, I use a lot of humor. My guides are very, very funny. I believe in bringing a lightheartedness to each and every session because we tend to take ourselves too darn seriously all the time. And when you, when it comes to connecting to spirit, that's not really what we need to do. Not everything has to be so long faced and serious. And how do I do it? And let me take my notes and make sure I'm doing all of these steps. No, that's not really my approach. Let's just play in the energy. Let's see what comes through. If it feels good to you, if it resonates with you, Take it, run, use it, make it yours. That's the whole purpose for it. If it doesn't resonate, I always tell my clients too, if something doesn't resonate about your message or about something in the session, that's okay. You can just sit with it. At some point, I fully trust it will resonate. It might not be till the next day, till the next week, till the next month, who knows. But when that happens, which is actually rarely because usually people reflect to me right away. Oh my gosh, that was so spot on. That was exactly what I needed to hear or how my great grandma sounded to me or whatever it is. They affirm it, which feels great to me from the ego side of it, but I don't need it. When it doesn't resonate or if something about it isn't clear and we've processed it and it still doesn't feel quite like a part of you, almost all the time my clients call me the next day or week or send me an email and say, you'll never believe it. That one piece that I was struggling with, turning over in my mind and trying to get a handle on, it just unfolded today. I get it. I get it. I get it. So that's really fun. Yeah. And it happens all the time like that too. So make sure that if you, I love that you're encouraging people, Kimberly, to give this a try. You've got nothing to lose. If it's not your gig, it's not your gig. That's okay but you're probably going to resonate with something on a very deep level. I I haven't had a session yet. I really haven't when that hasn't happened. And so I know that there is such deep possibility and um, healing in this type of work. So I forgot already what your question was about that. (laughs) No, this is good. How can people schedule with me? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. So I have a website, um, www.stephanielevinston.com, L-E-V-E-N-S-T-O-N. You can schedule on the website. You make your payment on the website. Find the time that works best for you and just go ahead and reserve it. I also have a Facebook business page, which is Stephanie Levinston Intuitive Channel. I post a lot of my spiritual musings on there. I have lots of videos on there, things that are important to me that I am learning more about. I share right away with my audience because I believe very strongly that as we learn, so shall we teach information is coming forward at such a rapid pace. Some of it is not true. So much of what we're getting is, let's call it fake information (laughs) And (laughs) and is very masked. And so when we go to spirit, it's all about truth. And I like to teach people how to be discerning of their own truth. How do I really know if something is true for me or if I have just been subscribing to what has been told to me since I was a young child or since I've been in this line of work or whatever it might be. And so being discerners of our own truth is is essential to living a life of alignment. Well, and this is the thing. I I didn't think it was my thing. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it, it, that's, that's where I want people to be open. It, and it, it, it's helped me to 
kind of be aware of of energy and actually what I put out. Yeah. We we harbor so many things internally and we it leaks out in our energy. And I know for a fact, um, I can walk in a place and I'm gonna be like, I am going to be just my cool extroverted self right now and just don't care what people say. And when I make a decision to do that, it's like people like I'm a light and they come right to me mm-hmm. because I'm open to it. And I don't know what that means. And my friends call me the mayor. <laughs> but then there's, there's the other side of me that was like, I do not need anyone's energy crossing my path. And I don't want to be engaging. I want to be my, you know, little introvert today. And, mm-hmm. and people don't engage with me. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are always sending out energetic signals. Always, 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 always. And so I I like to tell people, don't act surprised if you are, you know, people, for example, if people are drawn to the mayor, (laughs) that that is because energetically you are summoning them. Hmm. You are saying, I'm open. I'm open for contact. I'm open for connection. I'm open for interaction. It's basically, you know, it's an open door and people respond to it. And they, you said it's like a light being on. That's exactly what it is. People are responding to light. They always do. They always will. We need it. We need bright light. And so they will, they will flock to you. They will come to you. And then when you're not in that mode, when you are needing to be in more of retreat mode, I call it, then we send off those signals energetically. And it's it's in body language, yes, and it's in facial expression, yes, but it is also in energy. So for beings that are sensitive to energy, and a lot of us are, there's so many empaths on the earth, and empaths are just those that are highly sensitive to the energy and the truth of others. And there's a lot of different ways to be empaths. In fact, I did a whole video series on my YouTube channel. It's called Empath Academy so that we can support fellow empaths because an empath also can absorb the energy of others if we're not careful. And that can create a lot of confusion within us, which also can create the desire to retreat more often than being out there in, in the, in the mayor realm of calling people in. So we have, you know, there are so many different facets to who we are as people. And it's such a beautiful thing when you can recognize, okay, mayor mode is on now. And I would really like to call in high vibrational interactions with like-minded souls. And then they come in and that's phenomenal. And that's how you do the work that you do. And those are the connections that are really important for you to make for your success and well-being. And it's also equally important for you to honor when you need to retreat and when your light needs to be only for you. And that's not selfish in the negative sense of the word. We're meant to be selfish because if we do not cultivate from within, then we have just about nothing of much worth to offer those around us. Wow. So I do highly encourage people to be open and experience this. And, you know, you're my gals, so I would highly recommend them experience it with you because you're so, I don't know, I feel very connected to you and I feel like you're a really good friend, but you, you, it's really cool. And so I would encourage people to, um, you know, connect with you and 
is there any, you said that there was never a time that you don't feel connection, correct? For me personally? You're like with, when, when a new client comes, do you, do you sometimes feel like it's not a good connection? There are times when I feel we, we need to wade in more carefully. And I honor that because I, what I'm reading from the client is that this, this is not comfortable. So let's go slowly. And luckily their guides are in communication with me and informing me of, you know, of, of the pace of things and, and how things could be delivered best. So my natural inclination is to talk as I am right now. It's a rather fast rate of speech. There's a lot I have to impart and to say, especially when I'm tuned in to the spirit realm and there's so much coming through. Um, so it's not that I feel not necessarily connected to my clients. Sometimes there is what you and I are describing that we have together, which is what I have I truly, truly with 95% of the people that I work with. Um, and then the other 5% are dear and delicious souls who I really honor and respect. It's just not that depth of connection, but there doesn't have to be in order for them to benefit from the work that we do. Because it's energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really not your energy. It's theirs. Right. It's just, it's just blowing my mind. And I, I, I really highly encourage people. Can you give us your website one more time? Sure. www.stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, Levinston, L-E-V as in Victor, E-N-S-T-O-N.com. And I encourage everyone to be open and contact you to even for the uh, you know first experience or maybe you've had these experiences before um it's an amazing experience i mean that's it is and so i just first of all i thank you for what you're doing for people i think it is i tend to call it magical but it it is it is a magical connection um and it's a gift and I really, I really appreciate you sharing your gift with me and many other people. And I encourage anyone to try this out. This is an interesting experience and it just might change your life. It changed mine. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So thanks for your time today. And I look forward to our next session. Thank you. Me too, Kimberly. Thanks for joining us today. And remember... You're the designer.